May the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be always acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Well, uh, Satan had a pretty rough week. Yesterday, I met a young couple who are getting married this fall. They love one another. They want to honor God with their marriage. And we talked about the scriptures. It's kind of early on and counseling. So we read Genesis, talked about how marriage is like this moment of new creation, going back to Eden, and they are all in, wanting to live for one another and wanting to live for God. I mean, talk about a gut punch to the devil. On Thursday, uh, Deacon Cripps here stopped by with a newcomer to whom he was chatting up St. John's. You know, he's chatting up St. John's wherever he goes. He likes being identified by his collar, as we all do. <laughs> and uh, so he's talking about the, to this new guy. This guy's interested in Anglicanism. We visit. Talk about the Swiss uh, theologian Karl Barth. That was fun. And uh, whether this guy ever comes to church here or not, right? Um, the kingdom is going forth in his life because he's thinking about these things. And I can tell that this uh, young guy wants to honor Jesus and grow in Christ one way or another. You see what I mean about, this, about Satan getting a major butt kicking this week? No? Well, here's what I mean. Jesus is actually talking about this in the gospel today. He sends out 70 to preach. Now, we know well the 12 apostles, right? James and John, Peter, Andrew. But Jesus had more disciples than that. This is actually the only place we hear about the 70. But they probably include people like Barnabas and Stephen, who we hear about later in Acts, or Mark, who shows up later in the Gospels as well. Anyway, he sends out the 70, whoever they are. But we do know he gives them two things to do. Two things only. Heal the sick, he says. Secondly, announce this, and mark these words. The kingdom of God has come near to you. That's it. Two things. And really, nothing about picking a fight with the devil or dealing with darkness. It's more about spreading the light, right? The kingdom. That in Jesus, God is now very, very close. That he's near. The kingdom is not way out there. The kingdom is not someplace where you go when you die. Jesus himself has brought heaven and earth together. His disciples are living on earth as it is in heaven, this kingdom life, and it's for everybody, and it's right now. It's good news. And so they go out and they preach this good news, this positive message, and indeed, they deal with some negativity. Even the demons obey us, they say, when they come back, because the devil is threatened. The kingdom of light, love, joy, and peace advancing means that the dominion of darkness, right? Hate, despair, violence, division is losing ground in this world. Even the demons obey us, they say. And Jesus says, yes, I saw Satan fall like lightning. 
It's a little more clear in Greek. I would translate it like this. While you were announcing the kingdom out there this week, I was watching Satan fall like lightning, his dominion plundering while you were doing the kingdom's work. It was a tough week for the devil. Now, I don't know if you regularly think about such cosmic categories. I know I don't always. You know, if you ask me about my week, I might have told you, yeah, I saw a couple of uh, young people who are preparing for marriage, great kids, had a good time with them. I may have said Deacon Cripps met this awesome guy who lives near the church. Maybe we can get him to come here someday. But what I have thought about this as actually the kingdom of God going forth in the world in a way that the kingdom of Satan is diminishing, probably not. And on one hand, it might be even kind of dangerous for Christians to get overly obsessed with the darkness or go looking for demons behind every bush. But maybe it's also a danger that we take our lives too lightly. That we think the ordinary events of our lives, the things we do, the things that we have to say have no real eternal or lasting import. I mean, isn't it true that we're all leaving this planet a little better or a little worse than we found it at the end of the day or day by day? We all make choices that impact our world and our lives really do matter. They're significant. Either we are spreading light, love, joy, and peace, advancing the kingdom of God in this world, or we're giving up ground. Either by the evil we do, and we all contribute to the darkness, or by the good things we neglect to do, that we don't get around to doing, or the things we don't say, or the things we don't stand up for. I mean, that's the real danger, doing nothing. You know, Martin Luther King Jr. had it right when he said, we will have to repent in this generation not merely for the hateful words and actions of the bad people, but for the appalling silence of the good people. He knew that there was a battle going on, good and evil, right and wrong. How much are we aware of that? So here's your homework, St. John's. Ready? Let's give Satan the worst week ever. The worst week since Jesus sent out those 70. So, um... I have these printed for each and every one of you, and I'm handing these out after the service. I'm joking. But I'm not joking about you being conscious that you are an ambassador of the kingdom of God this week. Are you conscious of the kingdom? You know, we begin every service 
Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and blessed be his, his kingdom. Jesus' whole preaching ministry was about the kingdom of God. Not a border or a boundary or a piece of land somewhere. Not a place where you go and you die. The kingdom of God, as Jesus preached it, is a state of affairs, a state of the heart. It's what happens when people realize the kingdom of God has come near to you. That God is closer than you think, closer to your breath, and you ask God into your life. And Christ forgives your sins and transforms your life and gives you a way of living that is light and joy and peace to be shared with others. And that's how the kingdom spreads in the most ordinary ways. Encouraging a couple to have a Christ-centered marriage. Inviting someone to church. Maybe hearing from a friend that they're sick and praying for them. Yeah, like right there on the spot, praying for their health. That's all that the 70 did, by the way. They weren't magicians. They just prayed for people and trusted God to answer prayers. Maybe it's assuring somebody that no matter what they are going through, the kingdom of God has come near that Christ is close, that Jesus is with them in their suffering, in their healing, in their death, in their resurrection, that he is closer than they think. And using those encouraging words to advance his rule and beat down Satan under our feet. So go, tell somebody that the kingdom of God has come close. And then uh, sit back and watch the fireworks. Watch the dominion of darkness fall like lightning. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.